0: Welcome back to In This Corner of the World, um, to anyone who's listening, because I don't think anyone's listened. Not that I seem to, um, not care, but I don't seem to mind that nobody's listened, because actually, secretly, I didn't want anyone to listen. I'm just a bit insecure and nervous and scared of what people will think, but, um... I just wanted to have a chat because I feel like the last couple episodes have kind of just been experimenting for me because I didn't know how to do a podcast, I didn't know how to write one, I didn't know how to go about like speaking to an audience that's not in front of me and I didn't know how to um, go about structuring something like this and developing it and to be fair... I didn't really do that much research into it and, like, searched it up. I just used observations and what I noticed from the podcasts that I enjoy listening to. But that didn't really seem to work for me because I'm not, like, a video essayist. I'm not, um... Actually, I don't really know what I'm trying to say a lot of the time. Which is funny because you want to make a platform because you have something to say. But... I have things to say, but it's just hard for me to say them, because my way of thinking is kind of backwards, or maybe it's normal, but I don't know. The way I think is, like, I spew everything out on the table, and a lot of it makes no sense. Actually, most of it makes no sense. And then I get to a path, like, I um, grab, grab onto something that I've said that makes sense in my head, and then I just go with it. And so it's just kind of a big mess and so it makes no sense and then it starts to make sense you know what I mean and so for me to write something was very hard because I tend to have most of these conversations and most self-discovery when I'm talking to someone else right and so conversations with my inner group of people some very close friends and my family and so I struggled yeah, <laughs> but I thought, well, if it makes it easier for me, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to just talk a bunch of nonsense, and then if it makes sense, it makes sense, you know? I think there's something therapeutic about just, like, making no sense and being unapologetic and, like, shameless about it, because, I mean, shame is kind of a weird emotion anyway. It's more self-perception. <laughs> that's for a different episode. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so, new beginnings is what I was thinking for this episode because I'm just about to start my senior year in high school. For those that are not in the states, that means 12th grade. So my last year of high school, I'm gonna start tomorrow actually, which is a bit freaky. But that's okay um i'm excited and for new endeavors because it's funny um so for those that don't know i'm in a application based stem program so science technology engineering maths focused stem program at school and so i started this freshman year so ninth grade and i applied for it when i was 13 And right now, I'm going to be 18 very soon. So it's uh, been a while and I've grown a lot as a person. And STEM is really not for me, but that's also a different sort of episode. Um, New beginnings. So it's funny for this application, we had to make a video essay. And so mine talked about how much I loved to learn because I really, really love to learn. I still do. But just not from school, because I realized like this part of school, this segment of school life, high school, is more about college than than it is about learning. It's more about numbers on a page than it is about the person. And so, um, for this application, I said something about neuroplasticity, because my math teacher mentioned it about something about like infinite pathways or something. I'm not quite sure what it was. And I was watching a documentary about the human body yesterday and it talked about neuroplasticity and it really like struck me and I literally got chills because truly I changed so much. So many like habits and pathways and mindsets and like um, ways of thinking, ways of being, ways of breathing, Um, quite literally breathing, um, changed. Over the last couple years, and it truly shocks me. I never thought even f- three years ago I would be the person that I am right now. Um, and it just is amazing what people are capable of when they choose to be capable of it. A lot of what I've been hearing lately around me, maybe it's just something I'm picking up. You know, it's kind of like that thing where when you're a kid and you don't know a word in a book and then you ask your mom, you're like, hey, mom, what does this word mean? And then mom, your mom's like, oh, this is what this means. And then you just start hearing it everywhere. Maybe it's like that. Maybe it's just that I'm coming across it because I'm looking for it. Maybe it's just the universe. I don't know. But what I was picking up a lot was about It was a lot about self-belief and, you know, it reminds me of that scene, if any of you watched Avatar The Last Airbender, where Iroh talks to the person that's trying to mug him in the Earth Kingdom, and he's like, it's best to believe in oneself, um, but sometimes it's nice to have someone else believe in you. Um, I really, really am feeling that lately. And, you know, I was thinking about, like, the placebo effect and how um, prevalent that is in, like, case studies and how much it's possible to achieve when you believe. And I think that's such a religious idea, no? When you believe. It reminds me of The Prince of Egypt, if any of you watched that. Amazing. Masterpiece of a movie. I recommend. But... That is so religious as an idea, when you believe. Like, all you have to do is believe. And I remember before, when I wasn't very into religion, um, I'm still not very, like, uh, strictly into it. Because the way it's practiced around me is not very strict. It's not very rigid. Um, But I'm trying And I think a lot of things for me, like this podcast, it's easy to, um, feel my way through things and I learn a lot more feeling my way through things than by listening, by like reading, by like just adhering to things. I used to adhere to lots of laws and laws as in like, you know, those unspoken rules about like the way to behave, the way to act around people, how to like, you know, exist. Um, I used to listen to those unspoken laws a lot out of fear. And because I'm not that scared anymore, because I realized like what's the worst that can happen, that's a lot. It took a lot of practice. Practice is a different thing, but I kind of practiced that thought where like when something was going to happen... I used to or like I was scared of like acting a bit differently around people because I was like oh my god what are they gonna think of me I used to be like what's the worst that can happen right and going back to like a religious thought it's like um you know what will be will be and also the idea that things will all fall into place um I think it's the idea of karma that makes a lot of sense to me now you know after watching all those god shows with my mother if you know, you know, um, but the, what I'm talking about, oh, give me a second. <laughs> okay, yes, so things will all fall into place, like you exist as you are because of you, because of your own creation, your own volation, and, you know, that's something that takes a lot of courage to see, like truth to see. Um, it's certainly true for me. And takes a lot of acceptance to see, I think if you even look at the media and if you look at like your life and think about it, observe yourself think about observe how you ob- how you think about yourself, how you place yourself in situations, and I think a lot of what we've in the modern world in modern media and modern like literature in modern um media like music and like art and whatever have depicted ourselves the creator the person that's like the center of the story the main character as we say as the victim so there's like this idea of the victim mentality like everything is pointing at you there is a finger pointing at you a sword anything and it's everything against you the world against you and i don't think that's very true it's just you against you because the world is your perception of the world right? Something my mom said was, jesi drishti vesi shrishti, meaning the, your perspective is your world, right? So if I look at a glass, it's the glass half full thing, right? If somebody will look at the glass and say it's half empty, the other person will look at the glass and it's half full. And the victim mentality is just how you look at it, how you look at yourself, how your ego is, what your ego is. And from my understanding, and I'm not very intelligent, from my understand, intelligent in the sense I'm not very learned when it comes to spirituality yet. I'm trying. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, what I've learned is that ego is uh, your perception of you, right? And meditation is a great way, like, oh, I think meditation, the word itself, because I've recommended it to people close to me and they don't really appreciate me using that word it's kind of like a trigger in their head they're like ah she's a quack she likes to talk about spirituality like god but i'm like okay um it's kind of like a stigma word but that's not really what it is i used to always cringe when i heard that as well i'm like is your solution to everything meditation and mindfulness really i'm struggling here and this is what you're telling me to do breathe (laughs) um But, you know, it actually is what made me meditate properly for the first time, I think. And I don't even know if I'm doing it fabulous yet, but I'm trying, as everything in life. Is meditation is an observation. That's how I like to think about it, because I like to observe things. I like to observe people. Again, it's about perspective. You know, I started to look at things from a perspective perspective in which I would appreciate it, in which I would be interested in it, but I'll tell you that after this. So, observation of self. Um, So, when I breathe, when there's silence, right, when I meditate, it's like empty, and that's what you're going for, not the void kind of empty, but the more beautiful kind of empty, like you are one with existence. Now I definitely sound like a quack, but Hang with me here. It's... And then when you come out of it, it's when you can see more clearly. There's more peace, I think, within you. Um, I can... It feels like you've just woken up as a child. A child that's, like, ready to go out in the world and discover. Yay, go out and conquer. Um, but, yeah. So... I was talking about perspective, right? I believe. Um, so, it really clicked for me this one time when I was really complaining about doing some research on like uh, finances, I think, or some science, engineering, something. I was not a fan of it, and my dad was like, "You like art and history so much, or and like anthropology." why don't you um, look at it from that perspective, look at it from a perspective of humans and not numbers? Because I have this whole thing about humans and numbers and like how humans aren't numbers, but we've kind of become it because of how many of us there are. Um, You know, like the public school system, it's like we become numbers on a page, but people are individuals and so, numbers on a page in a system for individuals is an imperfect system. But listen to my education podcast for that one episode. Education episode. Yes. Anyway, so perspective. Again, so I like art, right? And so I look at things like art. I look at living like an art, the art of living. And I look at my parents and I look at my family and I look at just people in general just and I am in awe sometimes because think about the chances just before the biological chances of their existence then think about the little attributes that makes them so them their nose is so similar to their grandmothers their hair is similar to their mothers you know their eyes the shape of their grandfathers, you know, their ears stick out in a funny way like their father's. I think it's just, there's something so lovable. People are just big stories. And they just exist so beautifully. And I ho- I wished people loved themselves like that. And I had this whole issue. I just hated myself. I abhor myself. I hated it so much, hated me. And for me, it was easier to love the people around me than to love myself at first, which is kind of backwards considering how people say, you know, you have to love yourself in order to love other people. I needed, I found it easy to love other people and then love myself. So I looked at my mother, for example, and I, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. And something my mom always says, she's like... "I." She's only... She says, you only find me beautiful because I'm your mother. Because I am this person to you. And at first, that was true to a certain degree. And maybe to the world, it is true. Because she grew up being called... Um, not being known for her beauty. Let's say that. And so... I just love her. She's gorgeous. She has these amazing, like, animated expressions and these beautiful nails and this beautiful skin and it's covered in, like, stretch marks, which was a really big issue for me, but I looked at her and I never saw those things. I never saw stretch marks. I never saw acne scars. I never saw you know, fraying hair. I never saw any of it. I just saw her and her beauty. And and then I looked at my father and I looked at my sister and then I looked at my friends and I looked at my classmates. They're all beautiful people. And, you know, I then I looked at myself and I was like, I'm just the same as everyone else. I'm just as beautiful. I'm... I have my father's nose, my grandmother's cheekbones, which I share with my mother. I've got the body structure of my grandmother, which I never met, you know? I have the hair of, I have no idea who, (laughs) but you know, it's just something that I made it easy for me to love myself on the outside. On the inside is a whole different journey. Where I had a lot of, like, hate and, you know, distrust and doubt with myself, for myself, you know. I doubted everything to the point where I did not know what I was feeling. I doubted my own feelings. I doubted situations. It was like I was gaslighting myself. (laughs) which is a funky experience but it becomes easier with time with opening up and being vulnerable with again it's believing in yourself is important but having someone else believe becomes is a little bit easier sometimes and so I utilize the people around me and I Picked people that I wanted to entrust. So, my family, my mom primarily, and one of my best friends first. And I put this out where I was like, I'm going to be really confusing and unapologetically me, and you're gonna do the same. And that is our pact. And we're gonna do this amongst each other. And we're not gonna say sorry for who we are, for what we want, and for the people that we exist as. And that vulnerability helped me become more solid. Because, you know, when it's just yourself, when it's just yourself in four walls, like, it kind of feels like you're made up. Like, imagine being the last person on Earth and living your life as the last person on Earth for no one to witness witness it. Was it really a life? I mean... Obviously, yes, but to that person, was it? Nobody saw it. Nobody was there. Nobody loved with you. Nobody celebrated. I don't know. It's something that would just bounced around my head recently. I was just thinking about that. But, um, yeah, so putting it out there with somebody else made it a lot easier for me. I talked to my best friend. Um, She actually helped me open up the most because my mom is someone I've always really been open with. And I know I'm not judged there. Socially, I've always had issues with friends. And so opening up to her really helped me. And I'd like to think it helped her too. Um, Gorgeous human, by the way. Lovely, lovely, lovely human. But so we have these conversations and we've both grown as people and i'd like to think especially me i feel more solid i feel human i feel like i exist less a figment of imagination and more a being with matter and purpose and you know that breeds air (laughs) that has a life (laughs) um so New beginnings is where we were at. Um, This episode kind of strayed, but this gave me, well, you guys, a sort of overview of, or preview of coming up episodes that I'd like to dive into. Um, I Lately, new beginnings seem to be a theme, especially today, it was just like, just... You know, radiating from my body. I was just like, oh, this is a new beginning. I feel like light instead of heavy. The last couple new beginnings that I thought I had, like the end of a school year and the start of a new one, it always felt kind of heavy. But this one, it feels light. I feel fresher and I hope I didn't jinx that. But um, it's just a breath of fresh air and you know, I get to take everything that I've learned and take the weight and, sorry, and feel the weight that I've taken off my being, my mentally, you, you know what I mean, because obviously, physically, oh, although actually, also physically, yay to me, I lost some weight, um, but it just feels lighter, I feel freer, the... Air is fresher. <laughs> How many times am I going to say that? <laughs> New beginnings. I feel nice. I feel excited. And excited for now. This very moment. And not what is to be. Or what I am going to be. But who I am now. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope to see you for the next one or hope you lend an ear for the next one. And if anything, I hope this gave you a little comfort in not being alone in what you're feeling. And also, if you're just lonely, then just someone that exists, that's out here. (laughs) And that's not gonna judge you, right? Don't judge yourself, anyway. That sounded like elastic, like wisdom. Just here you go. Not that I have wisdom, that much of it, but we're trying. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll see you for the next one.